Hi, welcome to Faith, Coffee, and a Kid podcast. This is your host, Cherie. Today, you're going to have the pleasure of meeting Dr. Pam Adams. Dr. Adams is one of the speakers at the Single Moms of Faith, Burning Bright, Not Burning Out conference. Today, we're going to discuss her session, Pitch Perfect, Positioning Individuals Towards Complete Healing. I hope you enjoy this interview. Okay. I am here with Dr. Pam and Adams. Sorry about that. I'm here with Dr. Pam Adams today, one of the speakers for the Single Moms of Faith, Burning Bright, Not Burning Out Conference. And we are going to be discussing her very important and interesting topic, Pitch Perfect. So Dr. Adams, it's good to have you today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm blessed to be here. Uh, I'm blessed that you're here. <laughs> so I wanted our attendees and our viewers to kind of get to know your background, who you are, and then we'll talk a little bit about your session and um, what they can look forward to um, getting from the session, which I think is just going to be amazing. Okay. So my name is Pam. I am originally from North Carolina, so I'm very much Southern and I believe in Southern hospitality. And I currently serve in, I wear quite a few hats, but um, the two that I'm, I'm extremely blessed about, I am the university chaplain and director of spiritual life at Delaware State University. And I also have the pleasure of serving as a spiritual advisor at a drug treatment facility in okay. Waldorf, Maryland. So um, I'm in between Maryland and Delaware from time to time and just trying to assist people with understanding that they can make it, there is hope. Mm -hmm. And let's just talk about what hope looks like, because all of our versions of hope are different. So that's, so that's a little bit, a little bit about what I do from day to day. Sounds good. So I was when I was reading your bio, which I kept, I could have read forever because there's so much. <laughs> I was like, there's so much in here. <laughs> but you talk about spiritual rehabilitation. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about that, because I know you have some workshops that you have. Yeah that you know kind of deal with the spiritual rehabilitation and a few other things so tell our listeners about those workshops and what what exactly is spiritual rehabilitation well i i coined it spiritual rehabilitation is because uh, i think you're that there is definitely a difference between spirituality and religion is one of the first places that we need to start. Mm -hmm. um, I always say uh, religion is the car, but mm -hmm. the gas is what spirituality is. And so let's figure out what's going to help you and assist you get from point A to point B to point C and right. continue on down the road. Um, there's a lot of hurt that exists in this world. And there are a lot of questions that people have that they're too afraid to ask their pastor or their religious leader or they don't even understand the language of higher power. So being able to assist people should simply be able to freely talk right. and have a conversation and let's have some dialogue so that we can feel better about this thing we call life and be able to cling to something greater than myself to yeah. assist me as I continue to go down this journey called life. Right. Um, it, it's you sometimes, 
I was going to say sometimes it's difficult because people don't want to ask the questions, but they really do. They have a lot of questions on the burning on the inside that they want to ask, but they don't feel comfortable because they may have been told this is what you're supposed to do. This is the recipe for success. This is the recipe for hope. This is the, and it may not look the same. And I always tell people, you as an adult, we have to identify and understand what my spirituality spirituality looks like as an adult because up until now it may have been my mom's yeah or my dad's or my grandmother's yeah and now i need to need to be able to identify and have my own yeah absolutely and it's interesting you've touched on a couple points that it's kind of like a running theme actually with you know some of the speakers that i've spoken to and just with i think with single moms right and that is like creating your own narrative and, and not listening to, you know, kind of the stereotypes and labels that sometimes come with being a single mom, mm-hmm. um, but also, you know, really looking at your spirituality and your faith and depending on not just, you know, we have, I think in society, we are really taught to be very individualistic in some ways and mm-hmm. to look inside only, right? And, yeah. and depend only on ourselves. And so the idea that, you know, really who we need to be turning to is God, right? Mm-hmm. And so making sure that that dependence is there. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know just as a single parent myself, one of the one of my pitfalls probably is being um, very independent, right? Mm-hmm. And thinking that I have to be in control and I'm in control of this. And we all know that you're really, I mean, you only got really so much control, right? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, but, you know, and I think that's a, a barrier that a lot of us have just because we take on a lot, right? Like we are responsible for a lot, mostly everything that's in our households right. and, um, and kind of having that facade of being strong, you know, mm-hmm. and I love the idea of like what you said about opening up and having that open dialogue and talking. Um, mm-hmm. because I think that's kind of the key to every, um, you know, all the problems, right. To me, the solution is, is spiritual. Mm-hmm. And, you and know? communicating and to communicating. our higher power, right. Right. Cause I think when you were talking about the, the piece about being in control, I think that's something that we all do, especially, mm-hmm. and I completely understand from the, the single mom perspective, yeah. because you are the be all end all, right? right? You are responsible for everything and you have so many things that are is on your shoulder. And oftentimes mm-hmm. um, we take on more than what we should actually take on. And I, mm-hmm. I tell single moms, especially all the time, you were never created to take on the amount of emotional weight and emotional pain that you carry from day to day. You were yeah. never created to do that. Um, the right. scripture talks about, and I and I love that particular passage of scripture where he talks about taking on his yoke, yeah, so that he can give you he can give you rest and you know understanding what the yoke was responsible for. Mm-hmm. If we allow God to, if we allow God to give us the yoke and we actually right. take it on so that we can be restful, some of that control we'll have to give it up. But half the time we don't know what we're going anyway. <laughs> so, Right. We don't know where we're going. Shot we in the dark. Exactly. <laughs> I always say we talk about Jesus take the wheel, but you won't give him the keys. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> you want right. to be in control. Because exactly. It's, it's easier for us to be in control and to manipulate si- mm-hmm. certain situations because I'm protecting myself because yes. I don't want to be hurt. Yep. And yep. that's why Pitch Perfect helping me helping you understand. 
that there are some things that we're going to have to let go so that we can truly allow God to be God in our lives. Right. Um, and it's difficult if we, we are oftentimes fighting or resisting mm-hmm. that tug of war that we have internally Yeah. because we want to be able to say, well, I know this is going to happen. So let me prepare for that. But if right. I'm not aware of what God is taking me or what he's doing, it's very difficult for me to let up that control. Right. And actually to get some of the healing that needs to take place on the inside. Exactly. Um, And that's why I loved, you know, when you proposed this subject and proposed this topic, positioning individuals towards complete healing. And I love that it's pitch perfect, right? Because I think that we, so many times we try to be, you know, attain this idea of perfectionism, you know, which is ridiculous. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) It's totally ridiculous. I mean, but in our minds, like, you know, it's not because we, we find ourselves striving for it and then we're exhausted from it and we're Mm -hmm. bitter from it and resentful and mad and everything else. And, you know, I love that when you say like, it's pitch perfect and the positioning individuals towards complete healing, because I think, you know, our, <clears throat> the healing part, right? Well, we're never going to be perfect, but right. that healing is that path of, you know, kind of that rest, right? Mm-hmm. And finding that place of just um, acceptance and surrender and mm-hmm. contentment. Right. Um, and so when I saw this, because I think that, you know, with single moms and, and everybody's situation, I don't like to cookie put people into boxes or squares because I know that every situation is so different, right? Um, But most women, I think, who've become single parents or, you know, have dealt with divorce or separation or whatever the cause may be. And just in general, I think there's this healing journey that comes, right? Like there's this place of, um, it's an emotional roller coaster. And, you know, it's very complex. And then you throw children in the mix and it gets even more complex. And so, that healing and that place of like forgiveness that we need to come to, I thought was really um, something that I could not, you know, not have at the conference, right? Like Mm -hmm. I felt like it was something that needed to be talked about and addressed and have that like transparent dialogue with it. So Mm -hmm. tell us a a bit about, you know, what, cause this is originally a workshop. Is that? Yes. Mm -hmm. It's a workshop that is evolving to be more than a workshop. (laughs) like a workbook it because like every time I present it I add more to it and right. so eventually it's gonna I'm just gonna have to sit down and finish <laughs> and add all of it to right. it because it's hard to to help assist people in an hour or less with truly understanding um their emotional weight like I, I start yeah. sometimes a workshop of you know I ask the ladies how much do you weigh and they're looking at me like shy they're like hey now <laughs> Exactly. But I'm talking well, about personal. your emotional weight, right? How much right. emotional weight are you really carrying around? And then just understanding where you are versus your full potential mm-hmm. and what you have the capability to do if yeah. you will allow yourself to, to for some healing to take place. Right, right. And then this whole concept of soul care. And mm. it's, it's a rather new term, but I, I think that we need to explore it a little bit more so that we can actually understand what that means. Right. And soul care is not a one-time thing. Soul yeah. care is something that we should do daily along yeah. with self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just 
taking the lessons that we have learned and knowing that they're, they're lessons and not failures. Right. And so how can we work through those? And so that's some of the things that I, I would love to talk to all the ladies that are coming yes. to the workshop, just to first to expand our mind a little bit more and understand the capabilities of God. And right. sometimes I, I often say, sometimes we have the tendency to put God in a box. Yeah, we do. I say, I say it from the perspective of, um, he doesn't think like me and I'm so glad that he doesn't. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, right. We sometimes have the, the, um, we have the mind frame that he can't forgive us for mm. certain things. Some of the trauma that's on the inside, yeah. because, um, we feel as though he can't love me because X, Y, and Z, or he, he doesn't, um, he doesn't appreciate me because I've done X, Y, and Z. And the yeah. reality is I feel like he loves us even the more when we don't right. even recognize. Cause I always say, I appreciate God, how he kept me even when I was in my mess. Yeah. And so exactly. if he can love me in my mess, I know he loved me when I'm not messy. Yeah. So right. Let's right. get you in the right position so that yeah. you can feel that same way. It's interesting. You said that um, I was talking to one of the speakers and one of the things she touches upon is forgiveness for self, right? And, and this shame and guilt that comes with, you know, certain actions that you may have taken and just things that we do. Cause I think we all have things that we're not proud of. Right. And, um, and then I think, you know, we all have, I, I mean, for me, I look at, you know, my life before Christ and after Christ and mm -hmm. before Christ, I was a totally different person. Right. Right. And there were things that I did that I, you know, would not be like, oh, that was a great thing to do. <laughs> no, um, but I mean, but there is that kind of that guilt and that shame and we have mm -hmm. a hard time forgiving ourselves. And, and even though, the, oh, I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead. no, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, even though the scripture says to be in Christ, we're a new creature, old You're things new passed away. Yes. Right. But we still hold on to that guilt, that shame, that resentment, that pain, that trauma. And if God has already forgiven us for it, right. we're the only one that stayed stand in the way of the forgiveness because he is Absolutely. offering it. I mean, I tell my um, patients all the time, God is the only person I know that loves me unconditionally. Yes. And to me, that exactly. is bananas. Like yeah. it is completely bananas to me right. because unconditional love, no conditions. So <laughs> even if I don't call you back, you still love me. Cause now I'm gonna unfriend me. <laughs> get upset. I called you. I text you. Why you ain't call me back? Right. Exactly. And you're not mad for 24 to 48 hours. But <laughs> God is the only one. Yeah. That looks past all of our faults and still sees our needs and still blesses us and gives us this grace, this mercy, exactly. all of these things. It's exactly. bananas to me. I don't know nobody like it. And I, since I don't know nobody like it, I just have decided just to worship him. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's for me, it's easier. Because right. when I put my hands on stuff, I'm going to mess it up. So yeah. let me just allow and, you know, to do it. And, and Satan wants to plant those um, those seeds, right, of yes. doubt. And, and he wants them to keep growing, right? So even mm -hmm. when those weeds are pulled out, they have deep roots. And mm -hmm. so it's, you know, it's something like you were talking about how self-care and soul care um, is something that has to be continual. Right. I think that's one of the biggest reasons it has to be continual, right? Because yes. those seeds are always being planted. That plumped um, out. And yeah, I, I recall, you know, I was going through a difficult time and I remember feeling like, and even though I know this is not true, I, I remember feeling like I can't walk into the church. Mm. And I mean, it was a struggle and it wasn't anything even like, you know, I was just in a, it was just a bad time. It was just mm -hmm. a bad time. I wasn't necessarily feeling like I was in alignment with Christ. Like mm -hmm. it was just a bad time, but I remember 
um, I think like the first week I didn't go. And then the second week, like I had to literally almost like, I, I had to intentionally pray that out of my head. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, right. and to get up and like each step and I could feel like just the, um, that emotional baggage that you're talking about, that mm -hmm. heavy weight, you know? And mm -hmm. I know that people in my church love me and, and do you know what I mean? Like it, right. was, it was me though, feeling that mm -hmm. way. Right. And, you know, it just shows you how much the enemy can sow these plants, you know, plant these seeds that, can have really damaging and disastrous consequences, right? Mm -hmm. Because he wants yeah. to break down that bridge between the separation, right? right. Even though God's not going to separate from us, we separate sometimes through our own yeah. isolation. Mm -hmm. um, and so when we talk about self-care and soul care, because I think some people think, okay, well, what's the difference? Is there a difference or is it the same thing you think? I think it's a difference Yeah, um, because I think we do a good job of... Um, you know, taking a bath, right? Some of with us, the right. candles. <laughs> Some of us during the pandemic. Okay, don't get personal. Don't get personal, Pam. <laughs> well, I was saying, like, with the bubble bath and the candles, right? We'll go to the nail shop. We'll go. Even to me, I think self care is beyond that. Um, when I've asked the questions about, do you understand the difference between soul care and, and self-care and mm -hmm. people say yes. And so then I'll ask and I'm like, no, that's self-care. No, that's self-care. No, that's yeah. self-care. Um, being able to take care of the inside the temple. Are we feeding our temple the way that we should? Yeah. Are we communing with God? Are we having that intimate time with him? Are we praying not because we need something, but because we just want to rest and bask in his presence? I think there's yeah. definitely a difference between soul care and self-care. And yeah. I think we don't take care of our souls the way that we should. Right. Why do you think that is just the busyness of the day? Absolutely. Or, COVID. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's in a corner. <laughs> but I, I think, I think it's, it's in line with how, how we really don't take care of ourselves. Yeah. Because I mean, we may practice self-care, but only time people have the tendency to practice a lot of self-care is when it's a topic. Mm -hmm. Like, are you taking care of yourself? And so then yeah. all of a sudden, everybody does all of these things. But three to six months later, there is no self-care taking place. Right. And it's the same way with soul care. We, will, we could talk about it. We'll call it different things. Um, moral injury. We'll talk, you know, we have all wow, these different terms that we yeah. have. And we'll say, you know, take care of it for three to six months. Right. And then we'll go back to the hustle and the bustle of the day. And we don't yeah. take the time out for ourselves like we need to. But right. I think it's sometimes hard because that requires for me to be still and mm. to listen and to commune. And sometimes when you're in a space where you haven't forgiven yourself for some yeah. of the things that you've done in your life and you're still holding on to that emotional weight, it becomes right. very difficult for you to take care of yourself because yeah. you don't feel as though you're worthy enough to receive that care that you need. Right. And you know, a big part of that, I think, is really knowing your identity is in Christ. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. And this, this comes up over and over again, um, you know, and I think that that's okay. That's okay. We need to reiterate that. Like, right. you know, know who you are, right? Mm -hmm. And like, when and you be know okay who with you, who you are. Right, right. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Or, and I, I always say, be okay with who you have evolved to become, right? Yeah. Because you're not who you were. 10 to 15 years ago, I tell my patients, I, I keep saying, that, I'm sorry, but I tell my <laughs> patients all the time, like, you're not who you were. So yeah. stop saying, I want to go back to being no, yeah. no, we need to love and appreciate who we have evolved to become mm -hmm. so that we can, first of all, 
I always say, first of all, like yourself so that right. you can understand how to love yourself. So then right. you'll understand what it feels like to be truly loved. Yeah. Because, because I think, I think there's, I think that can be, um, I think that is one of the issues, right? Is like, there's this kind of sense of, um, a lot of, a lot of people go through life, not really feeling loved. Mm. Right. And they're not able to give that to themselves mm. or get it from, you know, right away. Like, you know, it, it, sometimes the pathway to the Lord is not, um, quick for everybody, right? Like it right. takes a long time to get there. Do you know what I mean? But there's things. Mm -hmm. And so I think that when you, when you don't love yourself and I don't mean in a haughty way or a, a narcissistic way, but when you right. don't healthy, have a healthy mm -hmm. love for who you are as a woman, as um, a child of Christ, right? right? Then you tend to not value yourself, exactly. right? And I that agree. comes with that kind of, um, you know, lack of self-care, I think. Like it, mm -hmm. it just becomes one of those things, why take care of myself? I will never forget one time we were out, uh, a friend of mine, and we were just having a good day. Like just, you know, we were at Eastern Market in DC and shopping, mm -hmm. not like, you know, I'm not a big shopper, but just like having a nice time, having lunch. And mm -hmm. I remember she was just like, I got to go home. And I was like, why? Like, you know, we didn't have kids at the time. And she was just like, you know, I've just been like, basically what she said, she was like, I'm just doing too much for myself today. Mm. And it was really telling of the relationships that she had. Right. And like kind mm -hmm. of that pattern. And mm -hmm. it wasn't like, you know, like I said, it wasn't like we were spending hundreds of dollars. It was more just like having fun and, mm -hmm. you know, just kind of being in the moment and present right. with each other. And I think sometimes that's, um, I mean, it was very sad to me. Do you know what it I mean? Was, it was really sad, was sad to me. To me. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Right. And that pattern continued. And sometimes mm -hmm. like, we feel like we're not worth it. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. and, Knowing and our that, worth. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so I love the word position in here mm -hmm. because I'm a big believer in that. And I don't always do it. I try, but like to position your mind, right? Like for your mm -hmm. purpose too. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so anything that we do, do you feel like um, we talk a lot about intentionality right now? Right. So is that part of this process? You, in your I think, yes, being not only intentional, but also being genuine with yourself. Yeah. And, and I, then I'm, I'm, working through this new concept that I'm, uh, I keep saying it, grace through the um, process, yeah. giving myself grace mm -hmm. as I continue to navigate and understand a little bit more myself and what actually the different parts of me that need to be healed mm -hmm. and how there are things that I may be holding on to that I'm not even aware of that I'm holding on to it. Yeah. But I can see the results of me holding on to it, but I may not right. necessarily understand what it is I'm holding on to. So definitely being genuine and being intentional with mm -hmm. me trying to navigate towards my healing and allowing God to be God and do mm -hmm. it. And I'm not going to try to control the outcome, being open and receptive yeah. to his love. Right. Is, is like the biggest piece of it being yeah. open. Mm -hmm. It's funny. I think as individuals too, like we, we sometimes are held back by uh, outcomes, right? We become oh, very yeah. attached to them. <laughs> Instead of like letting God just kind of go through the process of whatever that is for us and whatever mm -hmm. the purpose is, we get attached to the outcome and it can stop us, right? Like right. it can really, um, you know, kind of put a damper on what 
we're supposed to be doing because we're mm-hmm. so attached to it. And I think that's just part of like, I don't know, I think in our society, you know, like we put value on certain things and yeah. the outcome, is it successful, right? Mm-hmm. Like what yeah. does that look like? And, mm-hmm. you know, it can really just stop us from just enjoying what the Lord has for us. Exactly. Because we were trying to measure it. I, and I ask people all the time, like, where did you get your measuring tool from? What did mm. we, what is the compare and contrast to like, how do you know that this was a success? How do you know this was a failure? Yeah. How do you know, like, what, right. what are we comparing it to? And they never have an answer huh. but because society or people around us have the tendency to say, well, you know, it would have worked out if you would have had the following ingredients and it would have been so much better than what it actually was. And then maybe this is what it was supposed to be. (laughs) Maybe there were some lessons that were supposed to be learned in this moment, but we are so consumed with what society thinks that we can't even see sometimes that God just wanted it to be you and him. Yeah. And that's it. Right. But you want to have all of this additional, no, Suge, right here. This is where I want. Love that. Right here. Uh Uh-uh. Don't know. No, I want you right here. Because there's some things that I need to put within you. So that when I take you to your next level, Mm -hmm. you're prepared. Isn't that the truth? Right? Because if not, if if I put if you move too fast, Mm -hmm. you're gonna end up 10 spaces past the place that I had you at to begin with. Right. I have to make sure I and when I say I'm I'm referring to God, God has to make sure that we have what we need before we go to our next level. Yeah. I tell people all the time, we're not that smart. We are mm-hmm. not that smart. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. I say it all the time. It doesn't matter how many things you have before your name or after your name, you're not that smart. So yeah. if we would understand that we are like sheep, sheep are some of the dumbest animals. Dumbest that animals. And isn't it interesting how the Bible uses sheep so many times And over that's what and I keep trying again. to tell people. Yeah. You are not that smart, Sean. No. You are not that smart. <laughs> Can't, <laughs> like your sheep <laughs> sheep can't see yeah here they don't have claws right they're white so they right. can't hide yeah why in the world would you not allow god to be your shepherd right you to lead help. you right you but you know i think sometimes we just we we really do we we get into that mode where we rely on ourselves we know what's best and and we you know, yeah Oh, and that is why, I mean, honestly, like, it's interesting you say that because the whole, you know, idea of burnout, right? Mm. I think that's a big part of it. I think that is a huge part of it. Um, You know, and then it's interesting because we were talking earlier about like, you know, when you're in your brokenness, right? Mm. And I remember just being in um, that spot, just like in the very beginning when I became a single parent and there was so much more going on. My grandmother, who I was so close to was dying of Alzheimer's, like there was a lot going on, right? Mm -hmm. But it's interesting because in the beginning of that, I remember kind of going inward, right? Mm -hmm. And that isolation instead Mm -hmm. of actually reaching out to the Lord, because I thought, in my mind, I thought, you know what, I'm going to find a church, I'm going to do this, I am going to do that, because I wanted that for my daughter, but it was interesting, it was almost like I needed to want it for me, Mm. do you know what I mean, Yeah. and not only that, but in that brokenness, it's like, um, I thought, let me just get it together to this point, and then mm. I'll do X, Y, and Z. Then right, I'll go right. to God, right? Which well, was manipulation is, is the word. <laughs> yes, that we look yes. and <laughs> right. obviously that did not work. 
It never does. I, and it I never does. Like, it, it doesn't work. And we, we think that it does though. Right. But again, it goes back to us. We sheep. We not that smart. Yeah. I mean, and instead of like falling at his feet, you know mm, what I mean? I'm exactly. still trying to run on my feet, trying to get to where I need to be. And so and you have no idea where you're going. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, it reminds you of like Mary and Martha, right? Oh yeah. And mm. I always find that particular, and I know it's kind of popular among women, but I think there's, it's a very deep, if you really look at it mm. and she's saying, you know, I'm here like working. I'm right? a slave out here. Right. And I'm like making bread, chilling at your water. feet. And Jesus says she has like everything she needs. She chose what was best. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. it's that idea of like, are we choosing every day what is best? Mm. And that's, that's good. That's I mean, good, <laughs> girl, we'll have the workshop together. That's real good. But do you know what I'm saying? Like, are mm-hmm. we choosing what is best? And so, yeah, yeah. That's I just, I love, and I love the Every title day list. though, like, and that's yeah. right. You just said every day. Yeah. Every day are we choosing what's best? Because right. sometimes right. we'll get disconnected and we don't even realize we've gotten disconnected. And by the time we are truly disconnected, mm-hmm. it's almost too late in our minds, even though right. with God, it's never too late. It's never but, too late, right. But then we- we feel as though, again, it goes, but it, it's like this full circle. We go back mm-hmm. to this place of feeling unworthy. We feel as though we yeah, can't yeah. be loved and, and you know, God's not going to forgive me. And, and and then we have to muster yeah. the energy to go back and it just continues right. to go. We play this circle, ring around the rosy type yeah. thing. And it's interesting because if we really look back, you know, when we're falling into that circle, um, like the one thing that I try to do is, and there's a song, and I will not sing because my daughter will come in here and be like, how could you do that live? <laughs> but um, is roll back the curtain, right? And it's oh, like, roll yeah. back the curtain of memory now and then, show me where mm-hmm. you brought me from, where I could have been. Right. And right. I think, you know, one of the things that we can do, like when we're falling into that pattern of like, I'm unworthy, I'm a mess, I'm this, mm-hmm. is thinking about the times when you were all that and the Lord was still there because we exactly. all have that testimony. Right. right, 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 right. Even if we don't think we do, we do. If we really we think about it. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, because I think that's, um, it's so important to have that like kind of mental catalog of what the Lord has done, you know? Right. And mm-hmm. we cannot, we can't forget. Right, right. We really and we, we do, we forget. I think, oh, absolutely. All the time. We do. Every and time we hit think, a rough patch, right? right. Like, and it's, and it's, it's almost like, like we Lord. How do we forget that he continues to bring us out? How do we forget that he continues to heal us? How do yep. we forget that he continues to make a way out of no way? Right. All of the things that we know how to say when everything is going good, but when yeah. things are going bad, all of a sudden we have amnesia. We don't remember nothing. We don't remember how this, like the story has the same ending. We're going yeah. to win. We just have to keep the faith and run the course. Right. We can't get tied up or consumed by what we see or what we feel because yeah. it goes back to this big word faith do you really have faith in yeah. God yeah yeah and so pitch perfect I'm curious how did you get the title so <laughs> it's always a story so um originally I was trying to come up you know everybody does the little acronym and I'm right. like I want one 
And so I was having to, I was doing different words and um, I had a, a flashback to when I was in, when I tried to play softball. Um, and I remember the coach, you know, trying to say, you know, he just kept saying he wanted me to be a pitcher. And I was like, I can't catch. So I know I can't throw. Right. And so it's, it's just, we kept, my sister and I kept just going back and forth with the word pitch and trying to come up with different Mm -hmm. um things because it was something that I was not good at at all yeah <laughs> but <laughs> but thinking about how God can actually position you that was the one word that I wanted to use and so we were trying to find different p words and so the whole yeah. softball thing came up um and then when we were thinking about the word healing I just feel as though it's so many people that are hurting out there yeah and don't agree they want the help but they don't know how to get the help so mm -hmm. being able to align them with Christ is the only thing that I, I try to do daily. That's where this whole thing, I talk about hope. I talk about peace and um, right. serenity and all of these different words that we love to use, but do we really understand what they are? Yeah. And then like, I'm always referring to the capabilities of God. If we would allow God to truly heal us, we could be in the right position. Because yeah. I believe in order to get the true blessings that God wants us to have. We have to be in the right position and we have to have um, the right posture to receive from Christ. Right. And right. so if I'm able to help you understand a little bit more about what that looks like, I'm blessed. Yeah. So that's how we came And the, That was a short version of the story. I, I just, every time I look at, I'm like, it's so intentional. Like the positioning, the individuals, I, even the word towards, like it reminds me how I have to keep going forward. Right. right. And mm -hmm. to complete healing, like how that's a, that's a journey and it's going forward and not, you know, like you it's, can't just, get it's, it's, it's literally pitch perfect. Yes. <laughs> literally <laughs> pitch perfect. So I want everybody to know everything they can about you. So you have okay. the workshops. Yes. And um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, well, I was going to say, and then she has Faithful Flavored, Faithful which is and your favored. platform, mm -hmm. right? Faithful so that's the platform which flavored. everything is on. Say it one more time. Uh, Faithful Flavored favored. is the platform. Mm -hmm. Faithful and Favored. Yes, ma'am. Incorporated. Uh -huh. That is the platform um, that um, piece together. And the mm -hmm. servant leader, those are my two LLCs that fall under Faithful and Favorite Incorporated. I have a um, counseling practice. Uh, we focus on spiritual and emotional maintenance, assisting people with understanding, again, the capabilities of God, who he is, and sometimes just helping people understand their higher power and what that language looks like as well. Right. So I have that. And then the servant leader focuses on helping churches and administrators understand the word church administration and wow, what that looks great. like and what yep. that means. Right. <laughs> so just those two entities. Um, and I have a website, www.faithfulandfavor.com. Um, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, as well as LinkedIn. Um, you can Google me. I'm yeah. Googleable, I think. You're Googleable. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and, um, you know, if you want to talk, if you want to chat, just let send me a message and um, yeah. you can send the message through my faith, my website, actually. You can send the yeah. message. Through and you're website. also on the conference website. So you're on the okay. first page of the, the, um, the homepage. Okay. Um, so you're there and you also have your own individual speaker page. So, okay. Yes. Hey, look you guys. Yeah. Look her up. So there's everything that she's talking about is actually on that page. Um, okay. 
and along with like your workshops and a mm-hmm. fact sheet that talks all about, you know, the things that you do. Right. Um, so I just think this is going to be such a great session. I'm so excited. I really am. It's definitely going to, I'm going to bring some energy. So bring some energy. Um, yeah. I've realized that it's virtual, but I still believe that we can still commute and touch one another, even virtually. Yeah. So <clears throat> please come excited. Happy. Yes. Happy, <laughs> ready excited, to learn. and ready. <laughs> right, right. I always tell my students, if you continue to wear your mask, wash, brush your teeth, right, <laughs> moisturize, <laughs> drink water, mind your business, everything's going to be all right. That's, that's basically, it. you know what? That's the recipe for life. I don't that's think we have it. anything. If you I think we have solved things. the world's problems and I we're done. Put, okay, me guys? put me on the transition team because if people drink more water in my name business. Look, I have my better. water right here. <laughs> things will be so much better. But yes, please check me out. Please come support this, this lady. Please come come support Miss Williams. Oh, thank you. No thank problem. You. No problem at all. We. This has been a blessing. I keep saying, you know, I, I just feel really blessed to be a part of this. You guys are just amazing, and like your session, I just know that it's going to touch so many women. Um, and you. when I seen it, it was an absolute like, it was mandatory for me to have. <laughs> I was like, I was like, if I have to beg, I will. <laughs> intrigued I think it, I think we need to start having more I know we have a lot of conferences we have a lot of women's conferences men's right. conference but I do believe what I appreciate is how specific it's a specific audience and I think yeah. we need to be able to have dialogue specifically with the different populations of people because they will feel more inclined to share Right. more inclined to talk about things that they struggle with, things that they want to work on. When you mm-hmm. have just a huge conference and it's not specific, it sometimes becomes a little bit intimidating to right. want to tell you a little bit of your story. So that's one of the things that I appreciate about this, because I believe we need to have more specifics so that yeah. people can understand. I'm not the only one that thought that I'm not the only one that feels that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I, um, yeah, I'm excited to see, like I said, when women get together, just in general, I feel like there's something beautiful that happens. And mm-hmm. then you put faith in there and you're talking about, you know, Christ and God. And just, I think it's just such a, a, a beautiful recipe. So yes, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen. And, um, and thank you. Thank you for, I know it's no right problem. before the holidays. So thank you for taking time out with no me problem. and to speak with us. And, um, this will also be on a podcast, so we will put that up so that everybody can hear our conversation. And please visit her website and the conference yes. page so you can find everything that she has to offer. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you, you everybody. Yeah. <laughs> okay.